Welcome to another episode of Spirit Talks with Natalie Brown. Spirit Talks is all about conscious conversations to awaken and enlighten. It was born from a desire to bring together a conscious community and create opportunities for deeper connection and real conversations. This platform is for inspiring heart leaders, guardians of the earth, and conscious entrepreneurs sharing the spirit of all things, their divine wisdom, revolutionary ideas, inventions, modalities, and channelings to bridge the gap between our world and the spiritual world in order to shift the consciousness of humanity. Today is going to be an incredible conversation. We're talking about awakening transmissions channeled from the other side. So we've got the incredible Craig, do I say it right? Atchison (laughs) this time Atchison Craig Atchison and Crystal Ann thank you so much for being here and for joining me on this live today and also this will be live streamed or it will be streamed to podcast as well so welcome everybody um Craig please tell us where are you from and why is this topic so important to you and tell us a little bit more about your story please okay so I'm Craig Atchison, um, an author, and I'm currently located in south of Brisbane, uh, Australia. So a, a little bit about my story, uh, which part do you want? <laughs> so I'll give you the end because it comes with the awakening uh, transmissions. So currently I'm in between like like spirituality and, and changing changing things up. What's coming for me is uh, individual one-on-one sessions that are basically going to be day-long mentoring. That's not quite in there, but as per the topic of discussion, this is something that spirits uh, said to me in a roundabout way that we'll get into later. Um, is my new direction? Mm. And you, you are a divine channel, aren't you, Craig? So you spend most of your day in your channel channeling information from spirit which is amazing and like you said you're an author you've write, written what a 90,000 word book was it 90,000 words um that's what's gone to editing but yeah. it was it was nearly double that oh, <laughs> I wow. had to cut a lot of it out because I wanted to get it into the process of editing and all that kind of stuff to put it out there and it's still such a, a, a long process to, to get it get it through because it's not just your work, it's got to fit in with a schedule of mm, book publishing. Yeah. yeah, and it's all universal wisdom that's channeled from source and the divine. So it's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm, exciting. It's very exciting to, you know, once that work and that book comes out, to be able to tap into that and yeah it'll I always believe in divine timing you know that it will be ready and released at the time that is ready for humanity as well so amazing thank you for sharing crystal Anne. welcome my darling so tell us a little bit where you're from why this topic is so important to you and tell us a little bit about your story please um, hi everybody, I'm Crystal. I am based in New Zealand, a place called Mount Monganui. Um, I'm a bit of a gypsy if you ask where I'm from. I've lived in many different places, um, including New Zealand and Australia. 
the real connection to, oh, hang on. So the channel's coming in already. So a real, real connection to, um, at the moment, my, the Māori ancestors and also the Aboriginal ancestors. So um, I spent a lot of time in Australia um, in the outback and connecting to um, the Aboriginals, the land and, and my guides, a lot of my guides are Aboriginal. And then same with New Zealand culture, the um, Māori culture and, um, whew, they just threw me off there. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a channel so I can um, connect into your higher self and bring through the messages from yourself that you're maybe not um, quite getting or just mainly just confirmation. Um, I'm a medium, so I channel messages from past loved ones. Um, I'm a channel for light language, all sorts of elemental um, beings. Um, there's many different forms of light language that I can bring through. Um, you know, I also channel, I'm starting to channel Aboriginal and Māori language and I speak neither. Māori, I can understand some of the words and I, I understand the pronunciation so I can bring it through, record it or write it down and then get one of my friends to decipher for me. Um, or sometimes it's a feeling of a knowing. Um, but in terms of the Aboriginal um, sounds and, and forms that are coming through, it's, it's, it's quite um, unique and, and I'm just learning that at the moment, um, but I need to find someone to decipher for me because I have no one to do that. So um, yeah, and, and the, the awakening part of it is really important. I work one-on-one -on -one with people um, and basically whenever someone works with me, they're activated in some sort of way spiritually. Um, um, yeah, oh, I could tell you a million different stories about awakening stories. I do uh, mentorships with people. At the moment, I'm running a mentorship where, um, yeah, the, the advancement of, of the people working is just crazy. And um, their spiritual gifts, you know, activating really quickly. So, um, and everyone can be a channel and connected to spirit themselves. So a, a couple of my, my people are starting to channel now and, um, yeah, I mean, I could talk for hours, so I'll just pull up there for now. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. So um, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Everyone's a channel. Everyone's a healer. We just have our gifts activated or latent abilities, which are not quite awakened yet, um, which is being activated. And that is being activated through the energies that's supporting us, the frequencies that's coming through, um, the solar waves, the coding that's happening, recalibration of our bodies happening. So there is so much that's happening for humanity at the moment. And as we are returning to this remembrance, this deep soul remembrance, what's happening is we are releasing that which we are not. We are unlearning, we are de-armoring ourselves. We are releasing all of the parts um, you know, the, the programming, and especially in the last couple of weeks, Spirit's talked a lot about the programming that is being um, the software that's running in the background that is being reprogrammed. So if, if you guys are listening, if you've been experiencing massive up, ups and downs and, and release and things coming up for you, or you're feeling like you're coming, coming back into an old program where you are doing stuff that you used to do, 
this is very much in the moment happening right now for humanity. So it's about coming back to source, coming back to your heart, coming back to that space where you know all and how, know how to navigate um, through this very, very interesting time that we all are. And this is where your channel plays a huge part. You know, if, you, if your body is full of stuff, full of junk software, um, then, you know, that's what you're going to live from. So does anyone want to speak into that? Yeah, um, I, I could go. <laughs> I could always go. <laughs> like we were talking before, um, even, even with Crystal, you know, we could talk for hours on this kind of stuff. So um, perfectly said, I, I, I love that. Um, and although we we feel like that there's a, there's a bunch of stuff as we're coming into this awakening um, through messages from the other side, the, the transmissions, um before i get into the deep stuff the, the simple thing is within every day every moment all it is if we just hold a intention to do a little bit better than than we did yesterday that that is all we literally need to do um but from the perspective of those who I'm not quite sure what where we're coming from and maybe this seems rather mystical and all that sort of stuff a um, couple of the, the awakening transmissions that, that I had in my life um, come from states of um, major discomfort. So one of them for me was when I was, um, my appendix burst. So, you know, you're off you go to the hospital. My appendix had burst and I'd waited way too long got to hospital just in time to get into surgery and um at that stage you know my urine when I, when they asked me to do a uh, sample because i was in uh, emergency um to see where i was going to fit within the line um was blood red but um clear Oh, that's not good. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you know, I went to surgery and um, you're laying there and you, you know, you're going through um, just about to you know, go under anesthetic and all that sort of stuff. And you're running through your head all the things that you've done or you haven't done, things you haven't completed, uh, all, all this kind of stuff. And then that in itself is, is an awakening transmission because what the universe is effectively done is it put a great big stop sign in front of you and said stop and listen and you've yeah. got no other choice but to focus on yourself within your own health and you know redirect what it where it is that you're going in life so that actually happened twice for me <laughs> um they didn't get all the um poison out of me from the first one and i went in the second time and i was so exceptionally weak um going into the second surgery i was i was fearful that i wasn't going to make it because i was that weak but i i turned that fear around i said no i'm gonna I'm gonna make it because i need to make it for for my children that there's things that i'm i'm supposed to do and if you know if i get through this then I promise I'll do it and here I am I'm doing it <laughs> um, you're a divine channel um, yeah so and there's yeah I, sorry, sorry. 
yeah, there's that one. Mm -hmm. And there's a um, instance where, you know, just from another perspective is, is not so dramatic, uh, a work type situation where I finished up um, full-time work quite a few years ago now. Um, but it caused uh, physical injuries um, to do with my legs and, and my ankle at the time because I wasn't moving forward with um, the information that I'm supposed to be doing. That there's little clues there that I can now look back in hindsight and say, it's so obvious what, what needed to happen. But mm. in the perspective of the time, you don't know these things. All you see is the, the trauma and you've got to, like, like I did with the hospital, you've got to hang on to the hope of um, a better direction without knowing where you're going. A little bit of faith is, is so beneficial and it leads you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal. Um, yeah, similar situation where your body and um, everything's put into a lot of discomfort. Um, so my awakening transmission was 2018, 19, um, where I was working in a really high stressful management role um, in agriculture. I was working under two boards of trustees, real masculine environment. I was working with alongside farm staff um, and then 10 teenage um, men learning to be shepherds. So I've been immersed in the agriculture world my whole life. I used to be a PE teacher, then I was an agriculture teacher. Lived in the outback, um, working on cattle stations for five years, chasing cows. So that's my background in a nutshell. And anyway, I was in this uh, management role and it was there was a lot of stress um, coming from all directions, putting out fires everywhere. And um, I also had a, a young child and I had a partner who was um, under a lot of stress himself. And, and you know, um, I don't like to say mentally unwell, but he was, he was, yeah, he was in low vibration, you know. So um, anyway, what happened was I got to the point of like really stressed, almost mental breakdown. I was working um, alongside underneath a um, real narcissist person and a lot of bullying was going on. And uh, I mean, that's just my perspective too, um, but that's how it was affecting my body. So long story short, I, I went on stress leave for a week. At the end of the week, I had enrolled to do a workshop, a spiritual workshop with a really good friend of mine, a mentor, Deirdre Wilton, who's a um, clairvoyant astrologist. Um, at the time, we weren't really good friends. She was uh, you know, a facilitator and I was going to meet her. And anyway, we did this two-day workshop. And um, that is when I first met my spirit guide, ah, one, one of so, and he was this big, beautiful, I can hang on, the tears will come, Aboriginal man. And that was just after I'd been in Australia for five years. So he was obviously guiding me through that, that time. And um, I just didn't want to come out of the meditations. I just wanted to be, I could feel the love, feel the energy and just, oh, just, I could still feel it now. 
And a couple of those meditations, it felt like the, the vibration was so strong. It felt like I was flipped upside down. And then um, in another one, I was like just in a ball on the ground, fetal position, crying so much, but crying of just love and unconditional love and just so much joy that I'd connected to my spiritual side. Obviously, unbeknownst to me, having this massive activation and my whole life's about to change. <laughs> Still so blasé. And um, at the end of the two-day workshop, Deidre told me I was a healer. And I was like, I swear a lot. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not a healer. Like, whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever. Cool, whatever. Um, anyway, off I popped um, and just obsessed with meditating and connecting to the spirit guides again. So I just went on this crazy, eerie, obsessive journey to learn everything I could about um, meditating and getting into those spaces again. And, um, and on that journey, I, I ended up quitting my job and I, I got paid out actually. And so I was able to not work for three months. And I just, after my learning and, you know, learning about asking help for, from spirit and saying, bring it on, like, just bring it on. I know something's coming. I know something really good's coming. So I ended up um, crossing paths, which I had crossed paths was many times before was as a modality called contact care flinch lock release, which is a New Zealand founded modality founded by Dale um, Speedy. And anyway, this is a, a modality that you release trap pressure in the bones. It's like a spiral contraction of vortex in the bones caused by impact injuries. So um, I went and learned that. And on the way there driving there, I was like, I'm going to be awesome at this. I'm going to get this. This is going to be great. This is going to change my life, blah, blah, blah. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Let me be amazing at it. Let me get it. Bang, that weekend, I got it. And I, I mean, I've developed, obviously, but... I got the basics of it and I just went straight into it, started working, went back to Gisborne, asked anyone I could to work on them, went to the rugby club, the squash club, anyone that would let me touch them basically. <laughs> um, so I ended up getting a gig with the rugby club and, and, and doing all that. So yes, I was having the spiritual awakening on, on, under the scenes in the background, but I was also doing this black and white modality um, and helping people release pain. And it was results driven. It was happening really fast and I was having amazing results. Um, I knew there was more to it, to the whole world universe I had done since a little child. But um, in that journey, I was also discovering going on spiritual workshops and stuff and discovering things. But the more and more I worked with humans and their, and their energy, um, the more messages I started to get, like intuitive messages. And then I started seeing like, dead people <laughs> like hey was your dad's name Dave um blah, 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 the next minute I was dropping onto the ground crying because that's how spirit um connect with me they they just really bring it on really quickly and I cry and I shake and I and then I know what sort of I can feel or see who who's there so you clever women and all that as well but um yeah so that's that's sort of my awakening thing going through that really low vibrational time and being in a place that my soul did not want me to be. And it was like, come on, chop, chop, wake up, wake up. How many times do you have to go through the shit before you realize? Mm. And then, so people often ask me now, did you know you would had these gifts and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no flipping idea. I just thought, the things I used to see in my mind's eye was in my imagination. I used to think the shapes I used to see when I was, you know, having um, drinking or whatever, geometrics and all that. That was normal. Everyone saw that. Um, 
everything that's happened to me, I've just brushed off as, oh, that was, that's normal. Like everyone has that, um, not really realizing. And I also um, have also been able to foresee things a lot of my time, me thinking I was just practically minded, common sense. I was a PE teacher, outdoor ed teacher. Um, I just thought, you know, everyone can see that and have common sense or whatever it was. But looking back now, I guess it was, um, yeah, I was I was tapping into my inner knowing or whatever. But um, the other thing that really jumps out at me too is when I was young, um, around seven, I always remember tripping out, like thinking that how are we just like cruising around in a ball on earth in this massive universe that's infinite and then, then we die, then what happens? Like, I just... It, I just always looped that through my head and I had to like put it to the side and shut it, shut it off and shut it down because I couldn't make sense of it. But now with what I do, I can make total sense of it and I understand souls and the soul's journey and past lives and parallel lives and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that, that was me and my, a mini version of my awakening really transmission. Yeah. Mm, so beautiful. Amazing. And I have to say that, you know, and I've said this many times, but you don't have to go through a big bang for you to come into awakening. Sometimes you're, um, it's like gentle reminders of remembrance that's coming back to you of why you came here, realigning you with your soul mission, with your highest soul purpose. And um, yeah, for you, Crystal, it was certainly, you know, it was that specific time and divine, divine timing is such for you to awaken to that. And now you're doing the work, which is really amazing. But I want to talk about, because you, yeah. you touched on it, Crystal, you touched on different types of channels and transmissions. And I want to go and talk about that because, you know, there's, um, as a channel, you are channeling healing frequencies. There's light language transmissions. There's, um, channelings from spirit you know from people loved ones that's passed over there's transmissions from cosmic beings there's transmissions from dragons there's transmissions from the plant kingdom from the animal kingdom from sentient beings or from you know um sea animals and and all sorts of these different transmissions these transmissions from mother gaia so we what i want to say about this is that you either have the ability to connect with, um, what's the word? The plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, the, um, the whales, the dolphins, all of those different things, or the dragons, okay? I have the ability to connect with all of them because I am universal. I am a multidimensional universal channel. But some people only have the ability, their go-to is a divine channel for the transmissions from the dragons or a divine channel for transmissions from the plant kingdom. It doesn't mean that you're broken or your channel is broken. It just means that you have access to that. That is what your soul gifts are all about. That's what you're bringing through here in this lifetime to teach humanity, to help humanity awaken to it. So if you're starting to transmit and channel through poultices and um you know, incantations and, and wisdom from, from the plants and things like that. That is your thing, you know, go deeper into it. Or perhaps you're a divine channel for um, people that have passed over and you have access to be able to bring incredibly healing messages through from spirit, from 
you know, from your loved ones. And like Crystal said, she feels it physically in her body. Um, I'm exactly the same. I feel what happened to the person when they passed. I will also be shown, um, you know, how they were dressed or they come through as very young. Sometimes they like, hey, I loved being in my 20s. You know, I, I want you to see me <laughs> yeah. as I'm in my 20s, not when I was wrinkly and old when I died, you know. So um, it's <laughs> it's amazing how spirit comes through in different ways. So let's talk about the different ways of channeling the different types of transmissions. And I actually, spirit keeps on saying to me, they have a transmission for humanity. So I can feel it coming through. So we'll, I've said to them, just park it for now. Um, and we'll tap into that and bring through whatever needs to come through because they like, you know, when, when there's a line, like there's a line of them and there's a gate, they're like, open the gate, let's, let's come through, you know? <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about the different types of transmissions. So Craig, do you want to start? How do you work or what have you noticed? Um, so in, a, in alignment with all of that, Exactly what you've just mentioned. Uh, as you're progressing, uh, I come from the perspective of being an atheist, coming coming to um, being agnostic, like believing in spirit and uh, God itself, and then then um, developing into spirituality. So through through the whole process is um, like you said, we we attach ourselves to labels as such um so i've done tarot uh, in a shop in southport for example so i could be a tarot um reader um i've done my uh, reiki master um and i've practiced a little bit with 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 reiki um they're all little good things and they're all things i can do but it's not necessarily the sole expression but each part of that journey was a journey for my own, uh, use the term now that only just came out within the past life regression of soul expression. So within that context, what is it that your soul is being uh, incarnated here to express onto this world? And uh, labels are something that we attach ourselves with in the beginning so that we can consciously make the link between like all three of us are very heartfelt you know empaths um we've got to determine the messages that are coming from spirit that they come in as feelings and then we've got to make uh, a conscious mold or um uh, like putting a jigsaw puzzle piece piece by piece together with a language of you know english and it doesn't quite fit the um, the model of of what we do. Like for example, when I when I get into the right space and I can uh, meditate and I go to that place where you're just floating around in space and you're just listening and listening, and then they give you something and you uh, encompass it all you know exactly what it is and you can look at it look at it <laughs> from multi-dimensional uh, aspects and it seems so simple and instant like it happens within 
with seconds. You, you only need to be there for seconds. And then you come back and I, I try and uh, write it out or actually, I've got it with me. Yeah. Or I'll put it on a voice recorder. And um, what was so simple that came in with seconds, like takes pages of information to try and explain it because there's no one way to explain these kind of things. So if you're, you're a channel for something and, and you're actually delivering a message, there's much more content than within ourselves that we're trying to express externally because we can only express those uh, concepts through the modalities of the information that we've been given within our own lives, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it comes through our perspective um, based on the experiences we've had in our life. So if we had like two people getting the same information, the information at its core might be similar. The way it's presented will be absolutely completely different. And this is what spirit does as a, as a whole. And it's, I would say it's not so, um, you don't necessarily need to go that deep into the, the meditation of today. I've, I've put my pyramid behind me because some people might think that I actually sit there and, and download information. Uh, it's not that hard. <laughs> the information I get is, um, happens all throughout the day and it looks like intuition and today I brought my little trinket here to show people mm. what is that Craig um silver sovereign or something like it's 1888 or half half sovereign I'm, I'm not quite sure but um I had a feeling to go to a, a certain shop it just popped up in my mind. This, this is this is how um, transmissions can come. It can be something simple like that. I had a feeling to go there, and I've been following my intuition for a long time. After this point, this is after my surgery and all that sort of stuff, and trying to listen and trying to you know work out you know what's right, what's wrong. And I go there, and I said, I know at this stage, I, I knew my intuition was was pretty good. I knew there was something in the shop and I did two laps of the shop and, and it was a secondhand shop and there was nothing. And I thought, oh, well, what haven't I checked? And it looks like I checked everywhere, but there was one cabinet that I hadn't checked. It was under the counter and it was just under a little bit. So I ducked down and you know, there it is right there. 10 bucks for that. It's worth more than <laughs> its weight in silver. So that's that's just another example of um, following your intuition and, and guidance. Yeah. Really simple. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to add that, you know, sometimes spirit gives you trinkets or gifts um, or crystals, um, whatever it might be, right, which is an amplifier that helps you to amplify your channel. Like for me, um, crystals, I always have crystals around me. This is a big one, but um white crystal seems to be my amplifier and um but i don't need it we don't need it okay so we are divine channels we don't need any kind of trinkets it's just like okay 
like crystals are crystal friends. I call them my crystal friends. Um, but what it does, it awakens you, okay, as well. It brings back a remembrance, um, helps you activate something within you that then helps amplify, elevate, um, activate that specific thread of information that's needing to come through you as well. So, Crystal, what do you have to share about um, the different types of transmissions and different ways of channeling? Um, well, I'm like you. I can tap into any any. Um, can you guys see me? My internet just went wonky. Yeah, um, I can sort of tap into any any energy being as well. All the things you touched on of, of connected to and brought through transmissions. Um, and it wasn't always that way. It's just it's. It, when I've been ready, I've been activated and it's happened and it's just it's just happened divinely and never planned, you know, it just happens and you go, oh, okay, that's a new thing in the toolbox, cool, thanks, thanks Spirit, thanks team. Um, but basically for me, my soul's purpose is, is touching on all these different tools, modalities, different healers, different everythings, because I'm a, I'm a mentor, I'm a guide, so I help other people activate what their thing is, so I feel like I've been given the ability to tap into all sorts of different things to, um, you know, support support the people and and awakening and activating themselves really quickly. Um, and you touched on tools. I'm not a big big user of of fan of tools. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've got crystals everywhere as well, but I'm not like I don't feel like I need them or I'm obsessed with them. I just they're just here like I'm actually holding a blue crystal today just I feel it's nice it's smooth and it's throat chakra you know before I did this um pod, this is my first podcast by the way so um you know I just asked my team bring through um nice clear words to help activate others for the greater good of all and I just like I'm just holding my crystal and it's it just feels nice but um and I do use oracle cards but like you said, I don't feel like you need them. It, stuff just just comes through, and then I just use them as a, as a as a visual for the for clients to see or people to see that it's like exactly what we've just been talking about, and it just always flies out. So it's like it's just like a nice little confirmation for them. But yeah, you know, in it's the grounding. Moment, it provides yeah. a, a, an anchor. It's grounding information, isn't it? So like being able yeah. to see a card or give someone a card and bring through a message it anchors in the information that you're bringing through mm. yeah totally yeah. so so i guess i want to share two things but my my biggest passion in my work is not paid work it's 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 where i'm going and working with the ancestors with the aboriginal spirits and the maori spirits and going to sacred sites connecting with the dragons the tanifa activating the ley lines all that that is my like i could do that 24 7 and just float around with all the intuitive messages and signs and and i mean in fact we did that in july traveling from darwin to cairns in a camper and we i was with another person and we just um followed spiritual guidance and it was the the most amazing trip and the best outcome but um a little example of just um listening to transmissions and signs and messages from the other side happened yesterday i was went to my son's school trip to a local marae 
and walking in being profited in you know like you feel i feel everything and so i was crying and had my glasses i was like oh my god spirit come on don't make a big scene in my, at my son's field trip <laughs> today like let's just tone it down but no i had a job to do so later on in the day we went into the whanau which if you're not from new zealand the whanau is a meeting house on a marae of, of um you know the the local iwi or tribe and and you're not to wear shoes in there and you go in there and it's this beautiful um house of carving and weaving and and all the pictures of all the um ancestors who have passed so walking in there is like being hit with a million <laughs> different <laughs> transmissions i guess and just like bringing it down grounding and i just asked okay i know you've got a job for me because you're just not backing off what do you need what do you need me to do for you and I was drawn to this picture up on the wall and it was a it was a painted picture. She was a young um, Māori woman with a mokokoa, so the tattoo on her chin. And it was, but it was painted, it wasn't a photo. Most, every single other picture in the whole room was a photo. And so I was like, okay. And I went and, so all the kids were flooding in and the parents to sit down and have a talk about the history of a whareinui. And I beelined it for Aroha, who was the, the kuia, the elder who welcomed us on. And I sat down next to her and I said, who's, who's that lady? Who's that person up there? And she's like, oh, you know, all these pictures, they're all of past people. I was like, yeah, I know that. I was like, I know that part, but tell, please tell me about this lady. And she said, oh, I don't know who, the, who it is because this woman was married into the, the, that marae. So she didn't know a lot, of, a lot of all the history of it. But she said to me, the painting was done by this some guy and he's also painted our chief and i was like oh yeah like where's the chief well right where i was sitting behind me the chief this massive painting of the chief was sitting in behind a whiteboard and um all these other things and he'd been taken down to be replaced by a heat pump but he hadn't been put back up and so i i'm goosebumps now talking about it you guys might be too and even listening in the audience um, so anyway, she's like, oh, the chief's just here, but he's behind the stuff. I'll get him out and show you. And she's like, I, I've been feeling this call. I've been feeling this call that he needs to come out. And I said, well, yeah, I'm actually a medium and, a, you know, I do the spiritual work every day. Um, so he's definitely, he's not happy. Like we need to put him back out where he needs to be, where he needs to see him and respect him. And, um, you know, he wants to be seen. He doesn't like being hidden behind here. She just started crying. I started crying. We pulled him out, cleaned up the picture. In the meantime, the parents and the kids are in the whanau having this talk and there's me and this woman bawling her eyes out in the corner, <laughs> making a big scene over this painting. <laughs> yeah, so it was just absolutely beautiful. And just the message, he, oh, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's around me a lot at the moment, actually. Um, mm -hmm. It's almost like his face changed. The energy of the picture changed. He looked really sad and solemn. And then when we cleaned him up and putting him out, it's like he almost his eyes changed and his face was smiling in the in the painting. It was like unreal. Like I've seen that stuff on movies and stuff. And then mm. I saw it. We both saw it, and it was just like, holy, this is this is too good. Like I love my life. I am so grateful for to experience these things. Yeah, anyway, we had the photo at the at the front and all the kids were leaving and the kids were stopping and just like mesmerizing like the one little kid he would have been five he said oh my god that painting's so beautiful and we we're just like oh and then we carried it up to where it needed to be hung and more people came around parents and 
um, kids and they were just mesmerized, mesmerized looking at this boat painting. And it's like, they could see and feel his energy. Like he was there, his presence was drawing them in. He's like, here I am, I'm the chief. I am here to be seen. I'm around you, I'm guarding you, whatever in Kaitiaki. Um, Kaitiaki's Māori for guardian, by the way. So yeah, um, that, that happened to me yesterday. And I mean, that stuff happens to me at least a few times a week, you know? So mm. yeah. That's yeah, I used to, um, what a beautiful story. Thank you. Um, mm. I used to be really afraid of the things that I used to see, feel, experience. Um, and I remember after I had my Big Bang awakening where I was in an accident and then, you know, spirit showed me they put angels or angel wings around me um, to protect me i went to a healer which was also a, me a medium and she as i sat down she kind of looked around me and she went hmm there's um quite a few people in the room here with you <laughs> and i went um oh and i remembered you know i had that kind of awakening moment of yes i'm able to connect with spirit see them but for those of you that can see spirit that's listening to this talk for those of you that experience you know any kind of feelings intuitions or receive downloads or see them walking around you don't be afraid i remember um one particular one that stood out to me quite quite a lot was I was doing a Reiki session. This was when I was still doing Reiki um, healing as such. And this was the first time that spirit came through and started speaking to me after I'd shut down my gifts for a long time because I was afraid. I was afraid of the voices I could hear, of the things that I could see, of them sitting on my bed, of them communicating with me. I didn't understand it because I grew up in a, I came from a home that didn't understand it. So I grew up being really, really afraid of my gifts. And I remember this lady, her grandmother came through and she kept on saying her name to me. And I kept seeing this beautiful lady with beautiful bulbous like cheeks gorgeous red cheeks and a gorgeous bosom you know and she was just the most amazing person but she kept on wanting to interrupt the healing session so I said to her please can you just wait for a moment and then at the end we will deal with this because if I tell that person whilst I was doing a healing that would just completely you know throw things out and at the end she came through really strongly again and I sat down and I was speaking to the woman afterwards. I said, look, I just want to ask, do you know this person? And she gave me her name again. And she broke down in tears and she said, this is my grandmother. And I realized that in that moment, the profound healing that happens for people when they connect with their loved ones, when you connect with someone that you have not had a chance to say goodbye to or perhaps had a really really strong relationship connection with you know I didn't get to say goodbye to my grandmothers and my grandfathers they were all in South Africa but I remember that the day after she died my one grandmother died she called me from her phone and my phone rang and it showed on my phone her Oma you know means grandma grandma and it showed her phone number and I answered it and of course you know th there was nothing and I just tuned in and I said thank you for sending me this message thank you for 
saying that it's okay, I'm okay. So no matter how spirit connects with you, don't be afraid of it. It is natural. It is who we are. We are spirit in human form and physical form. So when our loved ones pass away, they're still around us for, for a certain amount of time. They check in on us, right? They make sure that we're okay. They guide us. They are part of our extended spirit family. So don't shut down your gifts because your gifts that you have have the ability to help others heal, to connect you back to your soul in a different way, to help you remember who you are. And that's what I love doing. You know, when, when people come and see me and I connect them to their, their soul family, their cosmic family. I remember the first time I started channeling Andromedans and they came through in the Arcturians with the long fingers and the blue bodies and the Plutonians and the Nefertarians. And then the next minute it was the dragons and then the plants start talking to me. It's just so beautiful. Do not be afraid of any of that. Okay. Yes, there are dark entities and spirits. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Yay. There are Yay. dark entities and spirits, right? But you have the power and the ability to be able to transmute, to release, to set free, to clear. Because you're a powerful being in your own right. Mm. Does anyone want to add anything to that, Craig, Crystal? Yeah, can I, can I add to that? Jump in. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, go down the, 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 dark, the dark tunnel. That's, that's, that's fine. You can. Uh, that, that's not what I'm about. Um, what I'd like to say on, on the back of everything that Natalia's already said is don't be afraid to attach labels and, and go down the journey to discover within your own mind, within your own heart, what it is that you're trying to find out about yourself in your own journey. It's, it's part of the process. It's all, um, wherever you're going to search for this information, it's all perfect and designed within the moment. Um, I personally now choose not to attach those kind of labels to who it is that I am because I've come to a point where I just want to be who I am. It's, it's part of my own soul expression. You might come to a point where you're actually supposed to be a tarot reader and, yeah, and you're a good tarot reader. That's, that's great. That might be your, your soul journey. That's what, what takes you there. I've, I've only um, learned those little, little bits and lessons to, to progress my little soul journey, and that's not my end end result. So don't be afraid to um, try and work out what's going on within your uh, own life. And another thing um, was dreams. You know, the, how dreams come through. Um, don't be afraid to try and work out what it is that the dreams are uh, telling you. You don't need to necessarily go off to a certain website or a certain place or have, have your dream interpreted by someone. The best um, interpreter is yourself. If you just, just try to understand 
that even within dreams that the whole dream is about you you're you're both characters if there's you know two characters playing out something you're both characters the whole whole thing's about you so mm -hmm. um, yeah absolutely <laughs> i love that craig you know we have so many different archetypes don't we that we can play out and that's the whole thing we can play within those archetypes and really expand our human experience and receive joy through the soul expression that you spoke about earlier on right so it is about allowing yourself to know that you have everything within you all the abilities all the information is within you you are a channel for for god's source energy for whatever it is for the universal wisdom that's flowing through you because you are that you are part of it and when you can navigate your shadows because that's part of that human experience when you can navigate your shadows release the trauma release the preconceived ideas of who you are and what you're capable of and what your abilities are then you can start accessing those different levels and layers of information that is already available there for you and it is like a treasure chest that you then open up and this is where you then find your soul drawing you to different various ways of transmission which you say it might be tarot it might be oracle cards it might be crystals it might be working with centaur it might be whatever it is you know other modalities there's so many different modalities out there and what i want to add to this is never compare yourself to anybody else you are unique yes we are connected but you are unique your own soul signature hold immense amount of codes light codes wisdom for many lifetimes that you have lived and you combine all of those together put them together in in this human experience that you've come into this world with all the different experiences that you have so the way and craig said this earlier on the way that you transmit it or share it is very unique it might hold the same message yeah but what I find is people that have incredible gifts, they are too afraid to step out because of comparison. They're too afraid to share their immense, amazing magnificence, their soul gifts, the healing abilities, and share their transmissions because of comparison and judgment of self. And another thing is because they're afraid of the shadow afraid of the darkness and when i talk about entities and things like that i'm not going to go into the too darker side but i do want to refer to the shadow within when we can face our shadow when we can face our own demons that is when we can step into our next level greatness right and access all the wisdom that you have available within you already mm. crystal do you want to add anything to that yes I love talking about the shadow and the shadow work. That is my, my jam when it comes to working with people, um, releasing trauma, physical, emotional, spiritual density. Um, I've just released a YouTube video. If you want to, you can watch that and sort of see where I'm coming from with that word density. But um, 
yeah, the we use the words entities and demons and things like that. But for me, and how I explain it to my clients is I see those things in my mind's eye. But that doesn't mean that that's what it is. All that is for me and my message is so I know what vibrational frequency I'm working with, where it is in the body, um, and what maybe I need to call in to help support me shift that. And again, those things that I call in, they have um, labels and, and things like that. But I know that that's just pieces of me, of, of, of other lifetimes, my pure soul um, activating all its wisdom too. But I use these labels and attachments, I suppose, to be able to explain to others um, and, and to myself when I was learning um, what I was doing. But um, yeah, I just think I see these things, these, these lower vibrational things, like I might see sort of, yeah, some, I've seen some really yucky stuff, heavy stuff. And, um, and, you know, with deaths and murders and stuff, I've seen that and I've been through the movement and the motion of what's happened. Um, but I just keep my vibe high and my, myself feeling really good. And when that scary stuff comes in, it doesn't shock or affect me. I just know the frequency that I'm working with and I know what I need to get it out. Um, and it might be sound, it might be light language, it might be codes with my hands, it might be psychic surgeons, it might be whatever. So, um, yeah, I love, love working with the shadow specifically. What's coming up a lot at the moment is um, lots of deep, deep ancestral attachments. Um, I'm going to talk about curses and things like that. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm always starting to really work with the divine feminine and the womb healing stuff, but also the male womb as well. Like, um, I don't even really know how to explain that. I just know that um, a male is a male physically in this form in this lifetime that I'm working with on the earth plane, but he hasn't always been a male. He's been a female and he's come from a womb and blah, blah, blah. Like the whole download of information there that came through the other day about men's wounds and stuff. But um, yeah, it's facing your shadow is basically just facing the stuff that's happened to you in your life and what happens is it gets trapped in your body as an energetic vibration or you know it gets trapped in your body like you're a hard drive a computer hard drive and, and it's sort of glitching and it's and it's blocking and it's not letting letting things work properly and and be to be free and happy is is what I like to talk about so you know we've got to go into these things and that's with um like I do all sorts of modalities. I get, I get given, get shown the age or of the trauma, or I can I can pull out what the trauma is, or um, it could be a physical accident impact, or it can be soul attachments. So like going back to the sort of spiritual shadowy stuff, soul attachments. Many people were born with souls attached to them on their trauma throughout their life. Um, souls will attach earthbound souls that are like ghosts or whatever. Um, because they're just looking for a, a matching vibrational frequency to like hang out with and live out their soul purpose, but they're actually trapped in this earthbound void. Um, so that's one of my big things is shifting people's attachments like that. But also with the land stuff, like looking at the darker stuff in the shadows, it's like if we can start shifting the lower vibrational density and the heavy density and all things, and land people whatever we're gonna naturally lift the consciousness of the whole world planet universe so the shadow work is really really important and um yeah there's a lot of 
there's a lot of shadowy stuck energy based on history and um you know like all the wars and the fighting and the low vibrational activities that happen and so when you're looking at the um the maori ancestral stuff it's the colonization and all the wars and the fights and the arguing and the arguing still going on who owns this land that land um all to do with the land and then same with the aboriginals and and, and all the um the suffering and oppression that they've been through as well like um and not just specific to those people but everyone's been through some sort of part of that in their history and the ancestral line is in karmically and past life you know so huh, I mean I could talk for so much my mind's going everywhere but if you just bring it back it's just if you focus on setting that intent like Craig said to be better every day or even setting an intent of what you do to start looking at yourself and going okay what are these repeat patterns that are happening in my life or what what are those bad things that have happened or what are the traumas that have happened in my life and who how can I shift that do I there might be a podcast you you find or a meet um a meditation and then you might really go okay um somehow a healer comes into your path and alignment and you go down that track and then it'll take you somewhere else and somewhere else and somewhere else and as long as you're chipping away every day at trying to be that little bit better your, your vibrational frequency will begin to rise. Your heart will open. You're, you're going to help, help the collective by working on yourself. Um, you know, what do you say? Um, how, oh, no, that's not a very nice saying. Anyway, chipping away smallly, just little bits at a time. And, um, mm. yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and um, just coming back to the ancestral, what, what Spirit said to me is we all have the ability to clear the land that we live on. And it is so important to be able to, even if you want to put some crystals into the ground, you know, and charge the crystals, um, set an intention in the crystals and set your energy and to anchor in the light and to close all portals that is bringing in darker energies because that's what can happen as well. Um, but also to, uh, there's a lot of water that runs under properties to bless the water that runs under properties as well. So this is just what they're channeling through now. But I'm um, talking about Maori warriors, just going back when we moved into this house, the first night that we were in this house, I was lying in the bed and I was just drifting off. I do my clearing and all of a sudden I opened my eyes and I had a Maori warrior next to my bed literally running towards me and being very angry why are you here that's the message I got and I was like oh okay what's happening close my eyes and as I opened my eyes he was gone and then I spent some time tuning into the land and was told that this was a warrior um or a um a ground that you know battles were fought on and so and it had very, the energy was, if you think about it, and I can feel it in my heart, you know, when I tune into that, it was like an energy of animosity, um, an energy of this is mine and it's not yours, that kind of thing, you know. Anyway, so I had I'd spent some time clearing it. And I believe that we all land exactly in the space and the place that we are meant to be because our energy is required there. And that we have the ability to clear the land that we live on. 
I often go to people's properties and I will connect with the ancestors there. And they share much wisdom with me around the, the land, the property, the earth, and how to clear. And it is about really honoring the this, this space, the, the sacredness of the land, especially the Aboriginal, the, the Maori people, you know, all of that, but also the sacredness of the earth. So, yeah, we all have the ability to do that. And, um, and then we create a space, a space of light around us. It's like we create our own temple. It's just like with Craig's pyramid that he has there, you know, it's like we're putting a pyramid of light around our house. And I always teach, I say to my students, imagine your home is in a beautiful pyramid and that it sinks into the earth and above, stretches into the universe. Um, and that it is, a, you, you know, at the top of the pyramid is a divine channel for source energy to flood through and amplify the energy of light within your home as well. Can I just and jump in for a message? Sorry. Sure. I hate doing that. So also with, with that, like with your land and, and whatever, what, what I share with my people and um, anyone really, but what they're telling me to share now, right now, the ancestors, spirits, nature spirits, is that whenever, wherever you are or wherever you're going, like say you're going to a beach or you're going for a bushwalk or you're going, um, you know, moving to a new house or whatever, all you need to do is tune into the energies around that, the, the ancestors, the spirits, and just ask for their permission for you to be there tell them your intention of why you're there and that you come with good intention and, um, you know, just ask for their blessing to be there. And mm -hmm. it's just like bowling into someone's house. You don't just walk in, like you, you knock on the door and you speak to them or like you've been invited. So it's similar in spirit. Like I sit down all the time with say like children's um, guides, spirit guides when they're having night terrors. And I just sit down with the, the team and just say, look, can we just tone it down? And like, because you're remembering their past life and it was horrendous and death and da -da -da, and absolutely no one's sleeping in the household. And it's like, there's no purpose in that. So let's just tone it down for now. And, um, and just sitting in and having a conversation and everyone just being on the same page. And it's just the same with going into a house land. Um, yeah, whenever I go somewhere new in the bush or whatever, I just check in or put my hand on a tree and just ask for permission to be here and hey I'm here to help I'd love to send you healing um I'd love to receive your healing and your wisdom too if that's what what resonates at this time so it is it sounds a bit bonkers sometimes but you just you are just constant it doesn't to us but maybe to the people listening um just having those conversations and just all being on the same page and coming from a good heart space yeah so that's just the message that we wanted to come thank through. you so much yeah I totally agree with that um and it is about honoring the sacredness of different spaces especially when you're walking into a forest or if you are taking something from a tree a leaf from a tree asking its permission you know it's just being able to honor that sacredness but my loves we just have a question here it says, how do I know, Emma Schweizer says, how do I know if it is my conscious mind chatting or my spirit guides? Very good question. So do you, any of you want to answer that? Yes. And the, the, the short answer is um, that's part of the journey. Um, that's, that's an answer that's not an answer and all that kind of stuff. But uh, what I 
wanted to share as well that that kind of interrelates to the question is um, the information I got with my download that comes off the back of uh, uh, crystals as well is divine spiritual community. So um, while we all got our own expression to come come through, and while we all got our own gifts, uh, the things that we can do. Um, don't necessarily have to be, be the things that we follow. So Crystal wants to work with um, the shadow side. Mm. Um, I, I could do that too, but that's not what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, so how do, you, how do you know how, what the difference is with, with the mind chatter and um, with you know divine connection? The short answer is you're not necessarily going to know. And that's a part of that journey for yourself to work out. I'm going to attach this label. I'm going to check out this modality. I'm going to feel into it and see what's right. Um, our human side, our consciousness is always, always, always looking for confirmation. So to answer that from my own perspective and my own life journey, um what i used to use was uh, tarot cards um and i i'd do a a tarot reading on it and say you know what what path am i supposed to take um another thing i used to do is i don't have one here uh, a pendulum you, you know the pendulum on the chain so you hold it hold it like this over the palm of your hand and then you just set the intention and say You'd go, you know, show me a definite yes, and you'll see which way it it goes. It might spiral, it might fling one way or the other way. And the definite yes is notice how far it swings or how powerfully it swings. And then you say, show me a definite no. And you, you'll get another version. And then maybe you can uh, work things out by using a pendulum. So the pendulum isn't, isn't necessarily anything magical. It's just using the power of your own energy and your own subconscious to give you the answer that your conscious mind's doubting all the time. We, we all get this. We all have to uh, go on the journey to learn how to trust uh, intuition and guidance. And it's, there's there's no easy answer, unfortunately. I, I like that you brought up the pendulum, um, but also when you said the, the oracle cards, so I have mm. the craziest dreams and to decipher them sometimes, I really literally have to sit down and, and write it all out and figure it out. But I use that I do use my oracle cards to support me with the what's the message coming through and that symbolism of that dream. And then it just, you sort of have that inner knowing of what it is, but it's just nice to have that confirmation because you, like you say, the conscious mind is always trying for that proof or that confirmation. So, yeah. Mm, I want to add to that because um, I used to use Oracle cards and things I don't anymore. What I do is I go into an inner inquiry session with my higher self. And this is Everybody at the different level that you at understand that you have to find what works for you. I find that when the soul speaks or my guides speak to me, I feel it. 
it is a, uh, a feeling of goosebumps, of divine, unconditional love that flows through me that you cannot explain. When I connect with my higher self, it's a softer, gentler voice, very, very clear, concise communication, where if my ego jumps in, I, I start, you know, like wondering, oh, is this true? Is this not true? Um, and there's confusion around it. It is a louder voice. It feels like it's pushy, you know, and then I have to go away, ego, you know, I don't want to deal with you right now. Come back into that space of stillness, of deeper connection with your higher self. And so just coming back to also what Craig said, you know, talking about some people work with shadow, some people work at the level of of releasing shadow because we really need those people. Like the work that Crystal Anne does is so necessary and important because there's a lot of people, human beings out there that are sitting in shadow, that is feeling lost, that's feeling confused, that's feeling like they have no way out. And I have moved beyond that now I used to do that work but now I'm working in the empowerment space and the sovereignty space where I am working with light leaders and I'm working with conscious entrepreneurs women and men that are warriors of our time that's here to really stand in their own um, power and their own freedom and their sovereignty to do the work that they came here to do as such so it excites me and never not never think that you not at the right time or right space or right level or that you haven't activated enough or you know it is exactly you are exactly where you need to be in this now moment and if you feel that you are because what's happening there's a lot of energies that's supporting us to activate latent abilities there's a lot of awakening of our um our deep soul gifts that we have and so with that there's going to be things that's going to pull you into different directions there's going to be information that is going to come across your field right that will feel weird but that will also feel like oh if I choose that path that's it's going to be a bit of a um, uphill for me but it, there'll be a lot of soul growth through that path or there'll be a different path where you go, oh my gosh, this feels totally aligned. It is scary, but you know what? It feels like that's the path to go. So you're never wrong. There's no wrong or right. It simply is what it is in the moment. And if you are receiving messages from spirit, if you are starting to see codes, you know, I work with a lot of people that see codes. I'm actually, um, helping them to draw the codes that they see so whichever level you're at is perfect okay and um like i said earlier on don't compare yourself because that is what's going to block you and i also want to come back just spirits saying come back to what you just said they, they're talking about the different avenues of information that is out there and available for people and maybe you, Crystal, you and Craig can talk into this as well. The different types of information that is available. When you are listening to that soul voice, that softer voice, it is a journey that you, it's like the synchronicities, like the feather that, that gets left on your path or the butterfly that flies across your, your um, field, or it's a post that pops up, 
you know, or someone that says something that activates you. It's this journey of the soul. When it comes from the other side, the ego side or the shadow side or whatever side you want to call it, it'll be like, you've got to do this. You have to do it now. You know, it's, it's absolutely, um, it, it's got to be done now. That's not how things work, right? Soul guidance is not like that. Don't be fooled. There's a lot of people out there that is doing, that thinks that they're doing work for a light, for the light, but they're not because they haven't done the work with a shadow yet. So they're on their own journey of coming into the light. And that's okay. If you want to journey with them, that's great. It's your choice. But always listen to your gut feel. Always listen to that softer voice. Mm. That's exactly. <laughs> sorry, I love that. That's exactly what I meant by um, spiritual community. It's um, not necessarily the the community that's that's up there. That's that's part of it. Um, and the angels or or, or the soul guidance that, that's coming in as well. Um, part of that, uh, like you mentioned, is there's, there's a person over here who's offering a um, service. And if it's within your own soul expression to uh, follow them and, and to go that way, then yeah, journey with them for a while. Because there is something in that, whether it's um, perceived to be good or bad, there's something in that for you within the time. So there's no wrong answer. And and what I want to express about the spiritual community is, you know, when we all come to uh, a better understanding of who we are, wherever we are on that journey, what we all need is um, to lean on each other with, with our spiritual community because while we can do so much of this or so much of that, when we can um, evolve onto a, a different level that we can lean on each other and we can have a better continuity with, with spirit because we can stay focused and um, we use the terms uh, of energy and frequency. We can stay on that frequency and we can allow someone else to be another frequency. And when we're in, in those uh, connection states, uh, we don't have to swap frequencies. We, we can lean on our spiritual community uh, friends, whatever modality they might be doing, and um, improve our own life while staying in the frequency that we needed to be in. Mm, yeah, very powerful. I love that. Mm, Crystal, do you want to add anything to that? Um, no, not really. I think you guys covered it, covered it really well. Um, I just think just stripping everything back to basics based on intuition um, and the gut feeling, you know, like the, the number one thing I start teaching my, my people is when you get asked something like, can you, oh, I don't know, do you want to come for a barbecue this, this weekend? And your instant gut is no, but it's like, you say yes, because you, you feel like you should say yes, because it's your friend, you haven't seen him for a while or you want to, blah, 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 whatever. But 
you go out the week, 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 and then you wait to the last minute and then you bail out and say, no, heaps people with social anxiety do this. And it's like, if, if your instant gut was no, all you need to do is say that. No, thanks. I'll, I'll, um, I just need, I just want to look after my own energy that weekend. I'm, I'm whatever. Like, I'm so lucky. A lot of my friends were very spiritual and we're so forthcoming with our truth now. So it's like, just no. And there doesn't have to be an excuse or a reason. It's just no thanks. Or, or maybe it's yes, thanks. Like, just, just go right back to the basics of that basic practice of that instant do I want to do this this weekend am I excited about it then it's a yes do I already feel heavy and a little bit sticky about it then it's an instant no like it's really simple you just have to get out of your head of trying to people please all the time or whatever your thing may be and and just go with that that instant feeling does it excite you like the shadow work just excites me you can see my face light up when we talk about it because I could just I just love it it's like I'm going into being like Dr Strange and being like a warrior in the multiverse and da, da, da. like <laughs> I love it but um but other things that you know people ask me to do past life regressions and I'm like oh. so yeah I can <laughs> do that like Craig says but I don't really get much enjoyment from it like yeah so anyway that's this is what I wanted yeah. to carry to that just that basic that. yeah yeah I love that crystal do what lights you up right mm. because that's the most important thing because then there is this thread of joy and divine love and your channel opens up and you're amplifying you know the messages from source you're anchoring light and if you are feeling off you're not going to be a divine channel necessarily you know then you're opening yourself up for things to be hijacked and for things to come in and and that's not um you know you'll feel the difference you'll feel that when something is off so always and you know as you're stepping into this work of transmissions or maybe you know you want to explore it more or whatever the case might be we are spiritual beings in human form so always have practice of cleansing your energy amplifying your protection it's not that you are not protected you are already protected but it's important to amplify that protection be aware of what is within your energy field the words that are spoken that carries frequency you know within your energy field as well how you speak to yourself what you think about yourself all of those things so to be a divine channel for transmissions from source is doing the inner work, is coming to a space of deep awareness, deep unconditional love for yourself and acceptance of who you are now and acceptance of where others are and allowing yourself to then step into that or take that beautiful next step. Okay, I want to do oracle cards. Yay, I want to work with crystals. Yay, I am seeing spirit, right? Okay, I'm going to now speak to spirit, see what they want to say to me, right? But prepare yourself, prepare your channel, do your meditation, cleanse your energy. When you're doing any spiritual work, always cleanse your energy, cleanse your chakra system, um, your energy system. And, you know, there's a lot more information that's going to be coming through, which is um, in congruence with the new earth energies to work in co-creation with all of the different planetary energies that's that's supporting us so 
if you feel your your gifts are awakening if you feel things are happening for you and you want to understand it better you know comment below this video or on this podcast and get in touch with any of us on this in this space and we will be happy to answer your questions or provide guidance or you know whatever because ultimately is knowledge is power if you know and if someone you you've got something that's activating and you go and see someone and they say oh this is what it is it's just helping you understand it's helping bring clarity to your confusion which is really really powerful in our time because there's too there's so much information out there so also being and, and using your discernment around what is true and what is not Mm. So Craig and Crystal, thank you so much for being on this. We've gone way over time today, but it's been an incredible conversation. <laughs> Just maybe a last little thing that you want to leave people with, if there's one little golden nugget. Yeah, um, knowledge is power. Um, but when you get there, just keep in mind that the power is also responsibility. So when you start to understand something on a higher spiritual level, beware of the karmic responsibilities to do so. And, and um, another thing I use quite often uh, is the analogy of uh, feather sticks bricks. So um, when, when um, the universe gives you a, like a, a message or something, uh, it'll tickle you with a feather. Later on, it might poke you with a stick. If you're really not listening, it's going to throw, throw a few bricks. <laughs> so, um, and on that note, yeah, don't, uh, please feel free to add me uh, on Facebook and all that kind of stuff because I'm still developing my business model um, to be the, the spiritual entrepreneur thingy. Um, the best is yet to come with a, with a new book coming. So yeah, please mm. feel free to contact and um, friend me. Mm, so excited to see your work come out and um, you doing the work that you are truly meant to be doing here, Craig. So yeah, blessings to you for, for everything that you'll be sharing. Mm. Crystal. Oh, my, my God's chatty ears. I'm like, all these different things coming in. But I guess what I want to say is if you're feeling like shit, you're stuck, depressed, simple, your soul is not happy and it's, it's not, you're not stepping into your purpose and your alignment. So um, Craig talked about the feather and the stick and the explosion. You might not use that word, but that's what I saw. Um, you know, don't wait for that explosion. Start, start spending time with yourself so not many people can comfortably spend time with themselves in silence and just being with themselves or even just meditating like just slowing down this world is so fast paced slow down spend some time with yourself feel into what what excites you um and then reach out to one of us to to someone like us so we can start guiding and supporting you and you know just just holding your hand a little bit for that bit of support. You know, I say to people, people say, you know, we're our own inner healer, we're our own inner guru, and we are. But I use this example all the time because I work with a lot of men and rugby guys specifically. And I'll say, so if you wanted to get into the top team or the All Blacks, what, what do you do? 
you, you train, yeah, and you have a coach, yeah. You're an elite athlete, you have a coach, you train, yeah, same thing. That's what we are. We help you get to that point. So I think just, just reaching out and just, yeah, just feeling into what excites you and just what lit you up, what lit you up as a child and just roll with that, you know. Um, start living out your, your purpose because life's too boring and short if you don't. <laughs> yeah, totally. I yeah. agree with that. Life is so short. You know, if you, we think about the thousands of lifetimes we have already lived and experienced, you know, this is like a drop in the ocean, a blink of an eye, and we've got to make the most of it. And, and a lot of light workers and a lot of um, star seeds, anchors of the light, whatever you want to call them, have incarnated at this time to experience this incredible um, evolutionary jump as such for humanity. And it's exciting to be alive. It's exciting to be part of this incredible energy that we are experiencing. So you can either, you know, ride the wave or the roller coaster. I always, you know, use the analogy of I'm on the roller coaster, or you can sit at the back in the wagon and traipse along um, and hope for the best. So, <laughs> which unfortunately Spirit was saying the other day, that is a no-go, right? The stage is set, the curtains are open, it's time to step forward and step out and really um, stand, you know, for what you are and who you are and what you came here to do. So thank you so much for your wisdom and for your channelings. And as always, you know, if you have any questions for those that's listening to this, please do tap into these beautiful souls and um, I'm sure that they will be able to guide you. And I also, also believe that we have contracted with each other before we came here, you know, and that we all have golden nuggets of wisdom for each other and that, um, there is a deep remembrance that happened through those, those relationships that we, we get to be in for, maybe it's a smile down, you know, of someone down the road, maybe it's a 20 year relationship, maybe it's five minutes, whatever it is, take from that, whatever you can. Mm. So my loves, thank you from my heart to yours. I love you. you. Have a beautiful thank day. You. <laughs> take care.